Sections 18 through 29 of Of Holy Virginity de Virginitate by St. Augustine of Hippo, translated by Charles John Cornish, 1810 to 1870. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Wherefore, I admonish both men and women who follow after perpetual continence and holy virginity, that they so set their own good before marriage, as that they judge not marriage in evil, and that they understand that it was in no way of deceit, but of plain truth, that it was said by the apostle whosoever gives in marriage does well and whosoever gives not in marriage does better and if you shall have taken a wife you have not sinned and if a virgin shall have been married she sins not and a little after but she will be more blessed if she shall have continued so according to my judgment and that the judgment should not be thought human he adds but i think i also have the spirit of god this is the doctrine of the lord this of the apostles this true this sound so to choose greater gifts as that the lesser be not condemned the truth of god in the scripture of god is better than virginity of man in the mind or flesh of any let what is chaste be so loved as that what is true be not denied for what evil thought may they not have here even concerning their own flesh who believe that the tongue of the apostle in that very place wherein he was commending virginity of body was not virgin from corruption of lying in the first place therefore and chiefly let such as choose the good of virginity hold most firmly that the holy scriptures have in nothing spoken lies and thus that that also is true which is said and if you shall have taken a wife you have not sinned, and if a virgin shall have been married, she sins not. And let them not think that the so great good of virgin chastity is made less, if marriage shall not be an evil. Yea, rather, let her hence feel confident, rather, that there is prepared for her a palm of greater glory, who feared not to be condemned, in case she were married, but desired to receive a more honorable crown, in that she was not married." Whoever, therefore, shall be willing to abide without marriage, let them not flee from marriage as a pitfall of sin, but let them surmount it as a hill of the lesser good, in order that they may rest in the mountain of the greater continence. It is on this occasion, forsooth, that this hill is dwelt on, that one leave it not when he will. For a woman is bound so long as her husband lives. However, unto widowed continence one ascends from it as from a step, but for the sake of virgin continence one must either turn aside from it by not consenting to suitors or overleap it by anticipating suitors but lest any one should think that of two works the good and the better the rewards will be equal on this account it was necessary to treat against those who have so interpreted that saying of the apostle but i think that it is good by reason of the present necessity as to say that virginity is of no use in order to the kingdom of god but in order to this present time as though in that eternal life they who had chosen this better part would have nothing more than the rest of men and in this discussion when we came to that saying of the same apostle but such shall have tribulation of the flesh but i spare you we fell in with other disputants who so far from making marriage equal to perpetual virginity altogether condemned it for whereas both are errors either to equal marriage to holy virginity or to condemn it by fleeing from one another to excess these two errors come into open collision in that they have been unwilling to hold the mean of truth whereby 
both by sure reason and authority of holy scriptures we both discover that marriage is not a sin and yet equal it not according to the good either of virginal or even of widowed chastity some forsooth by aiming at virginity have thought marriage hateful even as adultery but others by defending marriage would have the excellence of perpetual continence to deserve nothing more than married chastity as though either the good of susanna be the lowering of mary or the greater good of mary ought to be the condemnation of susanna far be it therefore that the apostle so said unto such as are married or are about to marry but i spare you as if he were unwilling to say that punishment is due to the married in another life far be it that she whom daniel set free from temporal judgment be cast by paul into hell far be it that her husband's bed be unto her punishment before the judgment seat of christ keeping faith to which she chose unto false charge of adultery to meet either danger or death to what effect that speech it is better for me to fall into your hands than to sin in the sight of god if god had been about not to set her free because she kept married chastity but to condemn her because she had married and now so often as married chastity is by truth of holy scripture justified against such as bring calumnies and charges against marriage so often is susanna by the holy spirit defended against false witnesses so often is she set free from a false charge and with much greater ado for then against one married woman now against all then of hidden and untrue adultery now of true and open marriage an accusation is laid then one woman upon what the unjust elders said now all husbands and wives upon what the apostle would not say are accused it was forsooth your condemnation say they that he was silent on when he said but i spare you who says this surely he who had said above and if you shall have taken a wife you have not sinned and if a virgin shall have been married she sins not why therefore wherein he has been silent through modesty suspect ye a charge against marriage and wherein he has spoken openly recognize ye not a defence of marriage what does he condemn by his silence them whom he acquitted by his words is it not now a milder charge to charge susanna not with marriage but with adultery itself than to charge the doctrine of the apostle with falsehood what in so great peril could we do were it not as sure and plain that chaste marriage ought not to be condemned as it is sure and plain that holy scripture cannot lie here some will say what has this to do with holy virginity or perpetual continence the setting forth of which was undertaken in this discourse to whom i make answer in the first place what i mentioned above that the glory of that greater good is greater from the fact that in order to obtain it the good of married life is surmounted not the sin of marriage shunned otherwise it would be enough for perpetual continence not to be specially praised but only not to be blamed if it were maintained on this account because it was a crime to wed in the next place because it is not by human judgment but by authority of divine scripture that men must be exhorted unto so excellent a gift we must plead not in a commonplace manner or merely by the way that divine scripture itself seem not to any one in any matter to have lied for they discourage rather than exhort holy virgins who compel them to continue so by passing sentence on marriage for whence can they feel sure that that is true which is written and he 
who gives her not in marriage does better if they think that false which yet is written close above both he who give his virgin does well but if they shall without all doubt have believed scripture speaking of the good of marriage confirmed by the same most true authority of the divine oracle they will hasten beyond unto their own better part with glowing and confident eagerness wherefore we have already spoken enough for the business which we have taken in hand and so far as we could have shown that neither that saying of the apostle but i think that this is good by reason of the present necessity is so to be understood as though in this life holy virgins are better than faithful women married but are equal in the kingdom of heaven and in a future life nor that other where he says of such as wed but such shall have tribulation of the flesh but i spare you is to be so understood as though he chose rather to be silent on than to speak of the sin and condemnation of marriage forsooth two errors contrary the one to the other have through not understanding them taken hold of each one of these two sentences for that concerning the present necessity they interpret in their own favour who contend to equal such as wed to such as wed not but this where it is said but i spare you they who presume to condemn such as wed but we according to the faith and sound doctrine of holy scriptures both say that marriage is no sin and yet set its good not only below virginal but also below widowed continence and say that the present necessity of married persons is an hindrance to their desert not indeed unto life eternal but unto an excellent glory and honour which is reserved for perpetual continence and that at this time marriage is not expedient save for such as contain not and that on the tribulation of the flesh which comes from the affliction of the flesh without which marriages of incontinent persons cannot be the apostle neither wished to be silent as forewarning what was true nor to unfold more fully as sparing man's weakness and now by plainest witness of divine scriptures such as according to the small measure of our memory we shall be able to remember let it more clearly appear that not on account of the present life of this world but on account of that future life which is promised in the kingdom of heaven we are to choose perpetual continence but who we must observe this in that which the same apostle says a little after whoever is without a wife has thought of the things of the lord how to please the lord but whoever is joined in marriage has thought of the things of the world how to please his wife and a woman unmarried and a virgin is divided she that is unmarried is careful about the things of the lord to be holy both in body and spirit but she that is married is careful about the things of the world how to please her husband certainly he says not has thought of the things of a state without care in this world to pass her time without weightier troubles nor does he say that a woman unmarried and a virgin is divided that is distinguished and separated from her who is married for this end that the unmarried be without care in this life in order to avoid temporal troubles which the married woman is not free from but she has thought says he of the things of the lord how to please the lord and is careful about the things of the lord to be holy both in body and spirit unless to such a degree perchance each be foolishly contentious as to assay or to assert that it is not on account of the kingdom of heaven but on account of this present world that we wish to please the lord 
or that it is on account of this present life not on account of life eternal that they are holy both in body and spirit to believe this what else is it than to be more miserable than all men for so the apostle says if in this life only we are hoping in christ we are more miserable than all men what if he who breaks his bread to be hungry if he do it only on account of this life a fool and shall he be prudent who chastens his own body even unto continence whereby he has no intercourse even in marriage if it shall profit him not in the kingdom of heaven lastly let us hear the lord himself delivering most plain judgment on this matter for upon his speaking after a divine and fearful matter concerning husband and wife not separating save on account of fornication his disciples said to him if the case be such with a wife it is not good to marry to whom he says not all receive this saying for there are eunuchs which were so born but there are others who were made by men and there are eunuchs who made themselves eunuchs for the sake of the kingdom of heaven whoever can receive let him receive what could be said more true what more clear christ says the truth says the power and wisdom of god says that they who of pious purpose have contained from marrying a wife make themselves eunuchs for the sake of the kingdom of heaven and against this human vanity with impious rashness contends that they who do so shun only the present necessity of the troubles of married life but in the kingdom of heaven have no more than others but concerning what eunuchs speaks god by the prophet isaiah unto whom he says that he will give in his house and in his wall a place by name much better than of sons and daughters save concerning these who make themselves eunuchs for the sake of the kingdom of heaven for for these whose bodily organ is without strength so that they cannot beget such as are the eunuchs of rich men and of kings it is surely enough when they become christians and keep the commands of god yet have this purpose that if they could they would have wives to be made equal to the rest of the faithful in the house of god who are married who bring up in the fear of god a family which they have lawfully and chastely gotten teaching their sons to set their hope on god but not to receive a better place than the sons and daughters for it is not a virtue of the soul but of necessity of the flesh that they marry not wives let who will contend that the prophet foretold this of those eunuchs who have suffered mutilation of body that even also helps the cause which we have undertaken for god has not preferred these eunuchs to such as have no place in his house but assuredly to those who keep the desert of married life in begetting sons for when he says i will give unto them a place much better he shows that one is also given unto the married but much inferior therefore to allow that in the house of god there will be the eunuchs after the flesh spoken of above who were not in the people of israel because we see that these also themselves whereas they become not jews yet become christians and that the prophet spoke not of them who through purpose of continence seeking not marriage make themselves eunuchs for the sake of the kingdom of heaven is any one so madly opposed to the truth as to believe that eunuchs made so in the flesh have a better place than married persons in the house of god and to contend that persons being a pious purpose continent chastening the body even 
unto contempt of marriage making themselves eunuchs not in the body but in the very root of concupiscence practicing an heavenly and angelic life in an earthly mortal state are on a level with the deserts of the married and being a christian to gainsay christ when he praises those who have made themselves eunuchs not for the sake of the world but for the sake of the kingdom of heaven affirming that this is of use for the present life not for a future what else remains for these save to assert that the kingdom of heaven itself pertains unto this temporal life wherein we now are for why should not blind presumption advance even to this madness and what more full of frenzy than this assertion for although at times the church even that which is at this time is called the kingdom of heaven certainly it is so called for this end because it is being gathered together for a future and eternal life although therefore it have the promise of the present and of a future life yet in all its works it looks not to the things that are seen but to what are not seen for what are seen are temporal but what are not seen are eternal nor indeed has the holy spirit failed to speak what should be of open and unshaken avail against these men most shamelessly and madly obstinate and should repel their assault as of wild beasts from his sheepfold by defences that may not be stormed for after he had said concerning eunuchs i will give unto them in my house and in my wall a named place much better than of sons and daughters lest any too carnal should think that there was anything temporal to be hoped for in these words straightway he added an eternal name i will give unto them nor shall it ever fail as though he should say why do you draw back in pious blindness why do you draw back why do you pour the clouds of your perverseness over the clear sky of truth why in so great light of scriptures do you seek after darkness from out which to lay snares why do you promise temporal advantage only to holy persons exercising continence an eternal name i will give unto them why were persons kept from all sexual intercourse and also in the very fact that they abstain from these have thought of the things of the lord how to please the lord do you essay to refer them unto earthly advantage an eternal name i will give unto them why contend you that the kingdom of heaven for the sake of which holy eunuchs have made themselves eunuchs is to be understood in this life only an eternal name i will give unto them and if haply in this place you endeavour to make the word itself eternal in the sense of lasting for a long time i add i heap up i tread in nor shall it ever fail what more seek you what more say you this eternal name whatever it be unto the eunuchs of god which assuredly signifies a certain peculiar and excellent glory shall not be in common with many although as set in the same kingdom and in the same house for on this account also perhaps it is called a name that it distinguishes those to whom it is given from the rest what then say they is the meaning of that penny which is given in payment to all alike when the work of the vineyard is ended whether it be to those who have labored from the first hour or to those who have labored from one hour what assuredly does it signify but something which all shall have in common such as is life eternal itself the kingdom of heaven itself where shall be all whom god has predestined called justified glorified for it behooves that this corruptible put on incorruption and this mortal put on immortality this is that penny wages for all yet star differs from star in glory so also the resurrection of the dead these are the different merits of the saints for 
if by that penny the heaven were signified have not all the stars in common to be in the heaven and yet there is one glory of the sun another glory of the moon another of the stars if that penny were taken for health of body have not all the members when we are well health in common and should this health continue even unto death is it not in all alike and equally and yet god has set the members each one of them in the body as he would that neither the whole be an eye nor the whole hearing nor the whole smelling and whatever else there is it has its own property although it have health equally with all thus because life eternal itself shall be alike to all an equal penny was assigned to all but because in that life eternal itself the lights of merit shall shine with a distinction there are many mansions in the house of the father and by this he means in the penny not unlike one lives not longer than another but in the many mansions one is honoured with greater brightness than another therefore go on saints of god boys and girls males and females unmarried men and women go on and persevere unto the end praise more sweetly the lord whom ye think on more richly hope more happily in him whom ye serve more instantly love more ardently him whom you please more attentively with loins girded and lamps burning wait for the lord when he comes from the marriage you shall bring unto the marriage of the lamb a new song which you shall sing on your harps not surely such as the whole earth sings unto which it is said sing unto the lord a new song sing unto the lord the whole earth but such as no one shall be able to utter but you for thus there saw you in the apocalypse a certain one beloved above others by the lamb who had been wont to lie on his breast and who used to drink in and burst forth the word of god above wonders of heaven he saw you twelve times twelve thousand of holy harpers of undefiled virginity in body of inviolate truth in heart and he wrote of you that you follow the lamb wherever he shall go where think we that this lamb goes where no one either dares or is able to follow save you where think we that he goes into what glades and meadows where i think the grass are joys not vain joys of this world lying madnesses nor joys such as shall be in the kingdom of god itself for the rest that are not virgins but distinct from the portion of joys of all the rest joy of the virgins of christ of christ in christ with christ after christ through christ for christ the joys peculiar to the virgins of christ are not the same as of such as are not virgins although of christ for there are to different persons different joys but to none such go enter into these follow the lamb because the flesh of the lamb also is assuredly virgin for this he retained in himself when grown up and which he took not away from his mother by his conception and birth follow him as you deserve in virginity of heart and flesh wheresoever he shall have gone for what is it to follow but to imitate because christ has suffered for us leaving us an example as says the apostle peter that we should follow his steps him each one follows in that wherein he imitates him not so far forth as he is the only son of god by whom all things were made but so far forth as the son of man he set forth in himself what behooved for us to imitate and many things in him are set forth for all to imitate but virginity of the flesh not for all 
for they have not what to do in order to be virgins in whom it has already been brought to pass that they be not virgins therefore let the rest of the faithful who have lost virginity follow the lamb not wherever he shall have gone but so far as ever they shall have been able but they are able everywhere save when he walks in the grace of virginity blessed are the poor in spirit imitate him who whereas he was rich was made poor for your sakes blessed are the meek imitate him who said learn of me for i am meek and lowly of heart blessed are they that mourn imitate him who wept over jerusalem blessed are they who hunger and thirst after righteousness imitate him who said my meat is to do the will of him who sent me blessed are the merciful imitate him who came to the help of him who was wounded by robbers and who lay in the way half dead and despaired of blessed are the pure of heart imitate him who did no sin neither was guile found in his mouth blessed are the peacemakers imitate him who said on behalf of his persecutors father forgive them for they know not what they do blessed are they who suffer persecution for righteous sake imitate him who suffered for you leaving you an example that you follow his steps these things whoever imitate in these they follow the lamb but surely even married persons may go in those steps although not setting their foot perfectly in the same print yet walking in the same paths but lo that the lamb goes by a virgin road how shall they go after him who have lost but there is no way for them to recover do ye therefore do ye go after him his virgins do ye there also go after him in that on this one account wherever he shall have gone you follow him for unto any other gift whatsoever of holiness whereby to follow him we can exhort married persons save this which they have lost beyond power of recovery follow him therefore by holding with perseverance what you have vowed with ardour go when you can that the good of virginity perish not from you unto which you can do nothing in order that it may return the rest of the multitude of the faithful will see you which cannot unto this follow the lamb it will see you it will not envy you and by rejoicing together with you what it has not in itself it will have in you for that new song also which is your own it will not be able to utter but it will not be unable to hear and to be delighted with your so excellent good but you who shall both utter and hear in that what you shall say this you shall hear of yourselves will exult with greater happiness and reign with greater joy but they will have no sorrow on account of your greater joy to whom this shall be wanting forsooth that lamb whom you shall follow wherever he shall have gone will not desert those who cannot follow him where you can almighty is the lamb of whom we speak we both will go before you and will not depart from them when god shall be in all and they who shall have less shall not turn away in dislike from you for where there is no envying difference exists with concord take to you then have trust be strong continue you who vow and pay unto the lord your vows of perpetual continence not for the sake of this present world but for the sake of the kingdom of heaven End of sections eighteen through twenty nine